everyone, it is Jack, and this is the Dev90X podcast. Day 11 has ended, and it was a great day, except I didn't do as much work on the app as I wanted to. Um, but before I get into that, top tip for today is that using a personal trainer pushes you harder than you push yourself. I learned this yesterday from direct experience doing my very first ever personal trainer session in the gym. I did it with my friend Dylan and uh, our trainer, his name is Yogi. And oh my God, it was brutal. It was like the hardest workout I've done in over a year. <laughs> it went for 80 minutes and our rest periods were when the other person was doing their set. And so like your time under tension, your time under load, your working set is only like 20 to 30 seconds. And so our rests were always short in between sets. And the whole workout was 80 minutes long. It was brutal. Um, and I guess it was, it was longer because we did two PT sessions in one. So he made, he made the workout longer because it was like two in one. And so it was better for him, better for us. But oh my God, uh, I'm definitely going to buy some PT sessions after that. It was just, I can feel like I never pushed myself that hard. And I would love to, once in my life, just use a personal trainer and see how far I can get with my fitness uh, compared to just doing it myself. So I'm going to buy some sessions at the moment. It's very cheap here in Bali. There's not a lot of people and prices are low for everything across the board. Um, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to wind up being like, uh, I think around $400 for 27 sessions, which is crazy. It's that's for like crazy prices. So yeah, definitely getting on that progress update. Instagram has disabled my account again due to suspicious activity. And I was doing some more research again on trying to find what their limits are for uh, download, downloading images and videos uh, from the servers. And I couldn't find anything. There doesn't seem to be any, no, nobody seems to know the elusive limits, the rate limits on downloading things from the servers. I've never had this problem before until I started downloading bulk images and videos from from the from Instagram servers, um, and so it's definitely that. But also, they keep saying that I probably put my password in a phishing website, and that it's not my fault. You know, I just need to change my password. You know, get the get the secret code from my email and reset my password. I'm a little bit worried that my account is like getting blacklisted or limited or they're going to do something funky with my algorithm even though i don't have much of a following on instagram by the way if you want to follow me it's at jack cotton brown that's my full name uh no spaces all lowercase so yeah if you want if you want to follow me i haven't built my instagram up very much but i definitely plan to um so yeah at jack cotton brown so i've made a new instagram account just specifically for this. And then I realized that I didn't even need to do that, probably didn't need to do that, because there are third-party 
websites where you can that you can use to download anything from Instagram using just a URL. So I'm doing that now. I'm requesting the download from a third party website using a URL. So that site is requesting the download for me and then Instagram doesn't know who I am. Uh, doesn't know who's, they just think that website is downloading everything and they're using the API. So they have different rules and limits on, on their end. So fingers crossed, I shouldn't have any more problems with Instagram disabling my account because uh, I really don't want to lose my Instagram account. It does add a little bit of extra time to the whole process as now I need to copy the URL, go to a different website, paste it in, hit the search button. It'll ping the, the Instagram servers to fetch the, the file and then I have to wait for that and then I have to and then I have to download it. So it does take a fair bit longer than just pressing one download button which is added onto the onto the file from a Chrome extension. Nevertheless, that is life. Sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. Other than that, uh, it's still pretty much the same process, although I have been chopping and changing with my thought process on how many classes and what I want the classes to be. So I've, uh, I, I expanded it and now, I'm, now I contracted it and now I'm thinking of expanding it again, uh, specifically into training um, entry into a handstand and exit out of a handstand because I'm not sure if that will be extremely useful. Um, but if I don't train it into the algorithm, it won't know. It'll just think handstand or not handstand. And it won't know if some, somebody transitioned into a handstand through an entry and then out of a handstand through an exit. It'll just go from in, out. And I think that it might be better to have the entry and the exit as their own classes because they are very distinct and very cons uh, consistent movements uh, that will we'll probably get a pretty good result in the training. And that might help a lot using the logic later on to figure out how to count the handstands and the duration and when to start the duration. Other than that, I also changed the... Um, the action time duration to 0.5 seconds. So I had so in the Create ML software, you have the option to tell tell. It's one of the parameters. So you have when you train the algorithm, you can train it on number of iterations to train. At the moment, set to 80. The frame rate of all the videos set to 30. And that's also another funny little thing because a lot of people speed up their videos on Instagram, and I'm not sure if that makes is a big problem or not a big problem? I don't know. It's a question mark. Um, and then action durations. And it can be anything, but it can only be one duration. So that's a, bit, that's a little bit limiting because each class can have its own duration. However, this is just a prediction window. So every 0.5 seconds, it's going to take the animation of the skeleton and predict what it, what action was that in that 0.5 second window so i think i think lower is better for higher fidelity predictions but again it would be like a lower accuracy i suppose because then you're taking less of a snapshot and it could be more ambiguous as to what uh what that is it, whereas whereas with larger larger a larger window it takes 
a longer animation and I guess higher I guess it would have a higher higher degree of accuracy for for that specific animation uh, yeah however it doesn't do predictions as often so you 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 lose a little bit um, of like potentially the it clips over the beginning of the action or the end of the action or it might not um, it might not fit very nicely into a prediction so that's something to play with however uh, I don't think it's too much of a problem and I'm just going to play play around with that other than that I'm I'm trying to speed up my workflow I'm using shortcut keys to navigate through finder faster little little um, hot tip here is the command up just takes you to the parent folder and that one's been really useful uh, I'm editing the videos in QuickTime and command T is to open the trim UI which is very similar to trimming a video on iPhone uh, super nice super nice and uh, yeah just just in general I'm trying to use less of my mouse and more of my keyboard and I'm also now using tags to add more depth to the file names. So, <clears throat> so just, just naming them like handstand1, handstand2, handstand3 doesn't really, like it's okay for now, but if I want to later on add more classes, let's say I want to separate out one-armed one handstands, then I'll have to go through manually watch all the videos um, or scrub through the video somehow search through all of my all of my data to find the one-armed handstands so instead of doing that I'm just kind of pre-labeling them now with tags and then I'll be able to really quickly find um, potential new classes that I can separate out into a separate classification so that's that's it uh, still a grind and um, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably probably going to start learning Swift and to release the the very first iteration of the prototype on iOS. And so I've got Swift Playgrounds on my iPad now. I'm going to start getting into that a little bit, just dabbling. I've also got a Udemy course for Swift development, so I'm all kitted up in terms of learning iOS development, which is very very good. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hit the hit the go button. Um, so there is that too. Life update. I, <laughs> I've got my second job offer in nine days, uh, which is a little annoying. I, I kind of wish these job offers came a little bit closer to the end of my 90-day challenge because it's very much early days still. And I can't really say yes. I mean, I'm very committed to this 90-day challenge at the moment, so I can't really say yes to, to anything big like full-time or even part-time is pushing it for me at the moment um so yeah uh that happened <laughs> and i'm sure i'm sure some more opportunities are going to keep coming and rolling my way this is just one of those things where if i can if i can speed up my project and increase my efficiency and productivity then i can and I, and I think that I can still launch in 90 days. It is a 90-day challenge after all, so I have to launch in 90 days. And I, I need something to launch. That's the challenge. Otherwise, I fail. So if I, if I can still achieve the goal, 
and do it in less time, then I can open up more time to potentially work for someone else. That that's great and everything, but um, this this has happened to me before. Every time you commit to something, uh, suddenly you become like you become unavailable, and then you become desirable. <laughs> and if you don't finish things, if you never finish things, then you lose out on that time. It just becomes time spent learning things. And only you know the things that you know, but you don't have a portfolio to build up on. And so when you lose that job, you're still, you're like back at square one where you can't like get new work easily. Um, you can't like just flip on a switch and, and start getting work again. Whereas you can do that if you have a really strong portfolio and a really strong online presence, you'll just be getting kind of offers and, and things coming in into your inbox all of the time. And so you have more selectivity. Whereas, yeah, if you never finish things, then you never build up to that point. And I guess that's the point for me is that um, I've, I've, I don't have a lot, but the stuff that I have put out there has definitely uh, brought in some opportunities for me. And it's purely because I finished it and I put it out there. And so my focus at the moment is not to get distracted, to finish things, because I truly, truly believe that carrying things out through to the end um, is monumentally more valuable than starting a lot of different projects and getting learning experiences from them, but never finishing anything. Yeah. So that's my commentary on job offers at the moment. Uh, if, if it's like a fuck yeah, then I'll consider it. But if it's not, then I don't have time for it just yet. I will soon, but not yet. Also, I got my package yesterday. I went into Denpasar because I had to go to the main post office in Bali and pay some tax on my package. It was a lot. Not going to lie, I felt royally ripped off by the government here just to collect my package. Uh, I had to pay $80 and the value of the package was $100. <laughs> so 80% tax on, on my package. Um, and that's what it's like in Indonesia. Getting things into this country is expensive and difficult. Uh, lesson learned. <laughs> And then I also had my first ever personal trainer session at the gym, uh, which was amazing and super glad about that. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll catch you on the next one.